Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 4 of Only Here for a Visit from magical Molly Malone's in Hope Street, the home of Guinness and the home of Gigpod. I'm Stevie and I'm joined by Dan who makes it two in a row for consecutive appearances on the podcast. What about a third on Sunday after Kilmarnock? Well there better be because Rizzo is in London again. So no pressure there Dan. So tell me what have you been up to and I'm hearing rumours of you being in Tenerife as well. I may have been away somewhere, yes, yes. Um, I just love all the travel, Stevie. I love the travel where I go from my house, down to Presswick Airport, then over to Tenerife, Los Cristianos, then back to Glasgow. I love all that. It's brilliant. How much is a, a, a pint in kennels then? Well, it can vary from pub to pub, I must say, Stevie, but the, the Humble Dorada, which is a fantastic local beer, I must say Is that, is that like the Tenerife Tenants? Essentially Tenants yes. Tenants if you will That was oh, Get lost Get listen, lost Listen I'm only here for a visit <laughs> And so am I That is the aim of the podcast mate But uh, I think it's The days of the one euro pint Are, are mostly gone Game um, gone <laughs> The game is gone A euro fifty to Two euro fifty I would say is the norm now Which is still tremendous um, and then you can get a, a 330ml can of it for less than 80 cents in most of the local convenience stores over there as well. So um, I don't remember a whole lot of my trip, I'm going to be honest with you. What did you have to eat? A lot of egg and chips, I hope? Like a proper tourist, mate. Just went into a place that had uh, pictures on the menu, pointed to the egg and chips. Cheapest pint on the menu as well. That's the Brexit I voted for. <laughs> Was there any Celtic games on when you were over there? There was not, I was away during the international break, so I did see a bit of the uh, Scotland uh, game against Norway. Scotland, Georgia, I missed because I was travelling. Um, you love the travel? I do love the travel. We'll talk obviously about Scotland at, at some stage this week, however, I believe we've got uh, the real football, the club stuff to talk about first. Well, we are going to very quickly chat about Celtic last night. Yes, we beat Hibs 4 1. 
I think you said uh, your shoot prediction with Rizzo was 2 0. Rizzo said 2 1. Uh, it was very, very comfortable and obviously it wasn't a big enough game for you, Dan, because unlike me, you decided not to go. You sat in the warmth of your house watching it on a very legal streamer here. But what did you make of the performance? Well, I did watch it by very legal means, so I just want to get that out there. Um, in terms of the performance, I did say on Sunday, although I didn't predict the, the 4-1 scoreline, that hopefully Brendan would have concentrated a few minds. He did appear to have done that. Awata. Um, oh, he's a live one, isn't he? He is a live one. He's got the chops. Um, the, the clutch. He cut through the nonsense. As a well, certain talk spot pundit well, would say. I, well, listen, he was cooking apparently. Listen, get lost. <laughs> get stuffed, you tube. <laughs> Um, I'm going to say shut it <laughs> <laughs> but no he, he clearly did concentrate a few minds um, Awata obviously started the middle of the park McGregor pushed him up further forward which is what I sort of talked about in the pod with John you've obviously been calling for it for a long long time now in I, I hear listen I know ball mate you, I know you, ball you know ball your ball knowledge uh, is the young ones would say was on point bro. I, should, I should get a social media logger again just for using this part of that <laughs> Tragic stuff. But no, in, in terms of performance as a whole, um, very impressed. Much more like Celtic. Um, o up top, fantastic. Obviously, Kyogo has been uh, frustrating the life out of many of us recently, I think. I think I don't want frustrating to... Brendan. I think so, yeah. Um, I've got to be very careful what I say here. And I mean that sincerely. I've got to be very, very careful. But He's been frustrating life out of me as well. And even when he came on last night, just didn't look like his usual self. was kind of a bit greedy, to be honest. I did think when he was getting opportunities, no looking up to the past, that sort of thing. But no no concentrating too much on the negatives. Oh, I thought it was terrific. A lot of fantastic in the middle of the park. McGregor, very effective as well, pushed up higher. Um, Palma, if I'm honest, I looked like it was brilliant. But one thing I'm very relieved with is that he's ditched that stupid run-up. You say that about um, Palma, but there's an assist and a goal again. No, exactly. And and that's a big thing is, I don't think he played particularly well, and yet he's still contributing in terms of goals and assists. Do you know what? I made an emotional return to Block 102 last night. I don't know if you know that. I didn't go on about it a lot or anything. Well, no, I didn't know that, to be honest with you. Of course, because uh, you're actually anti-social media. I'm anti-social media, so I haven't a clue what's on there. But yeah, I was sitting with my uncle and my granda last night because... Um, Someone on the supporters bus, my granddad's on, who sits next to him at 102. It, it, was like, it was like you last night, Dan, wanted to watch it for the warmth of his house. A big game, Charlie. Ah, but well, no, no, he does go in 90, 99% of the games. He's uh, easy right, for well, me to say. Listen, as did I at one stage, right? And that's a conversation you and I had about some sort of a, what was it, a loyalty system or well, some sort of a record. I, I think so, there should be a Celtic credit file. A credit file. So, uh, so, so what happens is you Celtic basically find out all the games you've went to from, you know, whether that be the eighties or the nineties. For me, it would be the first game in nineteen ninety three properly. I won one draw against him. Stephen Tweed scored the equaliser. Up until maybe I had to pack it in when my daughter was born in twenty thirteen. So, but up until then, home away, Europe, everything, and I think I've got enough. Well, the travel. Say, listen, I'm not a big WWE guy, right? But I reckon I've got enough money in the bank. To they basically turn up to games and sworn in and out as they went up. But hey, listen, I don't I turn up to these games. Well, listen, I, I was there under Lennon first time around and second time around. Well, 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 well
Where would you say your credit file is if it's out of like a thousand or something? I thought I, 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 I say mine's was eight hundred or something. Oh, I don't know. I'd say around maybe five, five hundred then. Five hundred. Five hundred. Are you taking into the fact that you spend off your uh, off your salary? No, I was, every just year talking, I was talking about the games, but let's talk about merchandise, including merchandise. I think my Celtic credit file be eight fifty. Um, no, I'd be a bit behind you. I'd be a bit behind you. Um, Not by much though, because you've, you've got a couple of new you loved the new. Oh, I did you loved like, the new, you I loved like, all that. I like the new balance. I did love it. I loved all that with the, the home kit, the away kit, the third kit, then the training gear. Ah, oh, brilliant. Um, no, it's big on the Adidas stuff. Maybe that's the subject for another. Only here for a visit. Well, I believe you're wanting to slag a bit of merchandise I got last night. What about me? Oh, I'm a true winner. Uh, yeah, um for those that, that don't know which I imagine is everyone given that it was just me you'd sent it to um, no, I, put it, how I much? put it on social media put again social media are you having a clue what's on uh, there I haven't a clue what's on there uh, £9 but it was down £9. for like 20 odd and it was a, a Celtic and I believe, I believe they call it a beanie hat a beanie hat with the Celtic badge and the club uh, or Champions League oh it's still uh, the old European still Cup still the old me. European Cup to you uh, Champions League badge on it. Nine pounds you paid for that. I did not have a clue. I, I did not have a clue. Listen, I thought the Celtic badge looked all right, and I thought I'm going to be freezing tonight. I'll put this on midway through the queue. <laughs> it's got that bloody European Cup logo on it. I thought I can't really back out it now. The queue was massive. Right. I'm just going to have to go through with this. So. Aye, nine more pounds. Sure, the courage of your convictions, mate, to at least see it through. Well, I'm sure that invest. I'm sure. I'm sure the club will really invest that money in January. Well, I was going to say they would actually be very proud of your savvy there, um, fishing about in the the bargain bin, no doubt. Uh, much like I'm as they will be in January but again we'll save that one for a, a gig pod January transfer window special. Very busy, Molly Mullins are here. Ah, yeah, I've got a theory. It's a lot of fair weather drinkers, Dan. I would agree. Um, that's not to do the service to this wonderful pub. As a great oh, the pub, the pub's innocent, innocent Wally Malone's. <laughs> and it is normally fairly busy in here. You have to say, regardless of time of the year um, or day of the week. However, I would say, without getting too personal, I doubt a lot of these individuals will be in here with you and I on a cold Thursday night in February. Dan, I would happen to agree with that. I think, well, do you know what? I think we should just move on here because I can see your veins bulging now, brother, as we're talking about this. So uh, we're going to be talking now very quickly. The Saturday, I was out with, I was with a good, good pal, Paul, and his wife, uh, and it's an innocent gun, actually. And he had been... Innocent gun. <laughs> innocent Angus gun. And uh, he had streamed the Scotland draw in the Euros last Saturday. So, yeah, Scotland were drawn with Hungary the host Germany and Switzerland and I think a lot of people immediately as they always do I'm sure took to social media that great phrase and said how overjoyed they were now granted the big thing for me was making sure we didn't get England because getting England nothing to look forward yeah, to there because they would horses they've got in my opinion the best midfielder in world football there now Bellingham is, is, is too good he's going to be I just pray God he doesn't get a big injury I mean, it would, be, it would be a shame. It'd be a yeah, real shame. You know, and then you look at the rest. I mean, Marcus, he's a different player when he, when he pulls on the three Lions jersey. Yeah, really. Um, you have went overboard <laughs> with this part, by the way. But no, I do agree. Um, I think even 
even looking back to Euro 2020 and 2021, of course, because that wonderful pandemic, um, it took so much out the players that game at Wembley. Uh, and I think really, I'm not going to say it was the sole reason because Croatia were still ultimately a very, very good side as they proved in the World Cup. Um, still the old Jules Remy to me, but, um, <laughs> but I do think that game took a lot out of the players and the demand to two or three days later to go and play another excellent side in Croatia. And it was a must-win game. Too much. Um, so no, I, I don't want to see England again in a major tournament, certainly not any time soon where they do have this very good crop of players, I must admit. See, everyone was all um, overjoyed, shall I say, from what I've from what I definitely seen in the group chats I'm in. People are delighted to be drawn against Hungary, Switzerland and Germany, maybe because, you know, Hungary and Switzerland aren't the glamorous names, but Switzerland qualify for everything. So they'll probably be, be out of all the four teams, Switzerland, I think, will be the favourites to go through, genuinely, because they qualify for everything. I think that I wouldn't go to the same levels of a Croatia, but like a Croatia, they are battle-hardened, they qualify for everything, and have a pretty good record in terms of getting out the uh, out the group stages. Hungary, obviously that wonderful nation with a beautiful capital city. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so we wee in-joke there, everybody. Um, have obviously, you know, Sabotsly, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, and top the qualifying group, I think, without defeat. Amr at the last Euros as well, and look good, so they lost England as well at Molyneux, you remember? Was it 4 0, 4 1? Um, what that been about a, a, a year or so ago now, so um, listen, they're no mugs, and the Germans, I know a lot's been made of them, obviously, they've had, you know, two pretty terrible World Cups in 2018-2022 the last Euros they weren't great either they've lost numerous games beat the friendly against Turkey friendly against Japan more recently as well is there another one they lost recently too? Austria I think it may have been Austria but listen as much as I know the Germany of old and I don't think I've known a weaker Germany team in my lifetime so I don't think it's necessarily the worst top seed to have got. 2004 they, Germany were bad. 2004 Germany. 04 aye. But what I would say is, they um, they will be energised by the prospect of a home tournament. I think about in 2006. I, I, I think they had a, a wretched 2005. They got to what, the semi-final? Would I in 06, but they had a wretched 2005 in the friendlies, I believe. There was all this doubt about them actually turning up. Then when they, that first game against Costa Rica, alright, I know they conceded two, but they looked like a really good side. And then they beat that Argentina team as well. I think Germany and Closer was just different class. You'll see it, Germany will have a torrid time. They'll play That's us. That's one thing like, no, is a, 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 a proper number, number nine. nine. It's a bit of Scotland. Uh, like Germany have always had one, haven't they? They've had Klinsmann, Bierhoff, Closer. And... Well, that's it. Ever since closer, they've really been struggling, haven't they? They have But Scotland have never had one. The last one was Ali McCoy's, probably. Oh, great guy. Oh, Friend aye. of the pod. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but yeah, I think Germany, as you say, will turn up. Hungary, uh, 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 rightly so, Scotland will be the weakest team in that group. Everybody else should be rubbing their hands with Scotland, but I think Scotland... But I think Scotland will be rubbing their hands together at the group as well, and they've got every right to do so after the way that they qualified. I know that they 
it kind of tailed off a little bit if you like towards the end but I mean the really last done, two though. games were meaningless games look at like um, last season with Celtic when the job was done checked out um, so I don't want to be old in England I do think Scotland have a very good chance and in the Euros with the format now um, 24 teams obviously the four um, best third place teams go through as well the round of 16 realistically if you can keep the score down in two games and win one like a certain Northern Ireland did in 2016 That's or right. do a Portugal and draw all three you can easily find yourself at the group and I do think Scotland this is the best chance that, that they'll get to end this hoodoo we got, major international are we going to go over because remember when uh, <laughs> Spain, uh, Norway get beat off Spain Yes. We went and booked a, we went to a hotel in Hamburg. In Hamburg. Uh, well, and I we Wales the, will be playing their opening game. Well, yeah, so. but we looked at the flight, so I think what we could do is probably, you're, you're probably going to be best looking. This is turning into Skyscanner here. <laughs> probably getting a, a wee flight to Brussels and getting the train to Berlin or something. Uh, you you like Brussels when you're over there as well? I like to, you? but it's a three day city. Uh, three day city at tops. But, oh, it's probably, I love that. I love the chips. I love the beer. I love going to see Mario over there. Ah, oh, it was brilliant. And then the travel back to Glasgow to the Duty Three. Oh, brilliant. We'll, we'll have a look because I mean the reservation is still there. Um, and naturally, oh, I've cancelled it. By we cancelled it. <laughs> we we'll have to, we'll have to start oh, it all again. Uh, yeah, tube. Anyway, well, speaking of a uh, Euro draw, wait to hear this one. UEFA is investigating sex noises. I know it sounds ridiculous, right? But UEFA did say it's investigating sex noises that were transmitted during the broadcast of the Euro 2024 draw on Saturday now the pub on Saturday when I was out was so loud so I couldn't hear anything None what are fell weather drinkers out because it's December but yes yes and I'm not one of them I'd like to say I'm a veteran Daniel and I'm sure well, you would agree no. there's another word for it but we'll not mention it <laughs> legend thanks but uh, apparently loud noises could be heard as Switzerland were drawing Group A with Scotland, Hungary and hosts Germany so, uh, apparently, here there's some YouTube prankster, Daniel Jones. That's, that's apparently a full-time job now, isn't it? YouTubers, that would never be me. Uh, Daniel Jarvis claimed responsibility for the prank, and UEFA said that they are investigating it. Now, the big thing for me is, right, this word investigating, it's lost all meaning now. UEFA will simply say, listen, pack that in. And then I'm sure that they will forget about it when they predict how much money that they're going to make at the Euros next summer. That part, do you know what it is? Papers and tabloids and they just want to make a story out of something and make something sound serious. That's it. A load of nonsense. Tosh. I would agree. And to be fair, again, without rubbing in the anti-social media gimmick, you and I were totally oblivious about Tuesday, Wednesday this week. Aye, by the way, for everybody that thinks this is a gimmick. I, no, I, I, I genuinely. All these stories that people say to me, oh, did you see this? Did you see that? I mean, I'm not having a clue what was on there. <laughs> I don't have a clue. I mean, other than the gig pod Instagram, I don't have a clue what's going on. I genuinely only knew about this for listening to Talk Sport uh, 10 a.m. news bulletin before White and Jordan. So I, I must say that I don't really see the big deal. I remember obviously back to. Again, Molyneux, second time it's about a mention on this pod. Wolves Liverpool, I believe it was, in the That's FA right. Cup last... Was it last season or the season before? Should we have getting a foot massage? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, I'd I seen that one actually live at the time because it was live on The Beeb, that wonderful broadcast. Was that not like a last-minute goal? Was it Wolves? 
Wolves and Liverpool, yeah. Oh no, I, I don't even think I watched the rest I, of the game. I, I remember there was something re- memorable. I couldn't recall it. The most memorable thing for me was that prank happening again, obviously. But um, I've still not. See if I'm going to be honest. I'm, I've got no authority to speak on this. I've not even seen the footage of, of what's like, alleged to have happened. I don't know, like, but uh, you've been told what happened. But they were doing investigations. Oh, an, inve- an investigation. Do you? I don't really care, do they? Ah, an investigation's a bit. You know, it's not. A, it's not an attempted murder. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Some might say it's an attempted murder on podcasting here with Perry Us and boozing in a big loud pub. Shit, don't worry about that. Nah, don't worry about that. Anyway, listen, we're moving on to actual murder here because I'm sure that when we're playing GTA 6, we're committing tons of that. Of course, it's all very legal and fictional, but still, 113 million views for the Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer in four days. And Dan, wait, hear this. It's more views than the Grand Theft Auto 5 trailer. Had in 12 years. Incredible. Is it though? Rockstar, what a bunch. Look, I, I agree, and I've obviously, like anyone, played the, the Grand Theft Auto games over a number of years, long before I legally should have been sort of allowed to. Um, but is that really a surprise? With the way that, that social media in the world's gone from, what, 2011, I think, when the Grand Theft Auto 5 trailer came out to now. Um, like obviously I'll buy it I'll play it without again sounding too doom and gloom or miserable I don't share the same hype for it that I think you have and others well I've not even got a Playstation or an Xbox around <coughs> I hijack my daughter's Switch and just play Mario Kart and I, mean, I hope she's not listening I've got a Mario Wonder for Christmas I'd be concerned if she was listening to aye it would be a problem with her. I, I, I think she knows I do this but she rolls her eyes and just says, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. No, but rightly so. It's rightly so. She's good. She's only 10 anyway. But anyway, I, I'm just a Switch guy now, right? But I will probably get a PlayStation 5 purely for this, honestly. But I'm, I'm, I'm just reading about like the trailer breakdowns and everything. So I, I like to go on YouTube and see what things I've missed or if there's any of uh, inverted commas here easter eggs you know what I mean from past games but yes yes one of the things people are saying now they're saying is the Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer too woke and I, oh man I've just I rolled my eyes and I went no 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 I just thought no you cannot you, you can but amazingly there's more you dis- can you can there's more discourse right about a trailer for a fucking video game being woke Surprise, surprise, it all stems from X. From a certain website. Formerly And it's just people saying that the the woman is at Lucia in it. She's too attractive to to rob and shoot people and commit murders and atrocities. And I'm like, it's a fucking game. But you've got the woke and the anti-woke mob just at war with each other over a trailer. Now, and we're looking, this is, by the way, this is an... uh, very respected website, Forbes magazine. 
And we're looking at a big... the Daily Star you read as well. Oh, what a paper. Brilliant, yeah, I love paper. all that. The home of fun stuff. Oh, with all fake stories. Brilliant, yeah, brilliant. Showbiz section, fantastic. But we are looking now at an entire article. And it's just constant uh, tweets. Or they call them X's now. I don't know. Mm. But it's all just like walking in. They're the, all just arguing with each other. Well, well, would anybody at the pub argue about this trailer or anything the, like that? They would just say it's a great trailer, then move on. Everything now, though, and it's been this way for a number of years, it only seems to get worse. It used to be turned into this culture war nonsense. Um, you know, you've got the, the, the inverted commas, or the speech marks, the woke mob having digs at the anti-woke mob and vice versa half the time just making up imaginary points and arguments that the others haven't even put across totally. by the way. just getting angry about stuff that hasn't even happened and um, no it really did it really did annoy me that obviously as I say I wasn't that hyped at the prospect of a game that is the best part of at least 18 months away still um, and there'll be delays because of the, be the honest, lazy I, developers, I know, of course. I've seen a woman character, I didn't really bat an eyelid. And you can see she's, she's too good looking to murder somebody. <laughs> I mean, come on, do me a favour. Barrow, get lost, eh? Get stuffed. Barrow, you, you like me, would have appreciated and played old GTA games, and I was going mm-hmm. to ask you, like, what was, what was the first Grand Theft Auto game you played? It would have been San Andreas. Um, 2004 classic. It would have been San Andreas. I've, I've since obviously played um, Vice City. Um, I've played Grand Theft Auto 3 as well. Um, so I've since played all these, but it would have been San Andreas. Again, well before I legally would have been allowed to have purchased a copy of the game. Favourite Grand Theft Auto out of all of them, though? What was it? I've got brilliant memories of San Andreas because it was the first one. Um, what I would say is... So that table in there, I'm fucking <laughs> loving it as well. What I would say is, five up to a point was phenomenal. When the um, when it first came out, and then when it first came out on the next-gen consoles at that time, so that would have been the old Xbox One and the old PS4, when the online came out for that, I remember getting it at Christmas, and for a fortnight straight, I was just on it every day, like 8, 10, 12 hours a day. Really bad for you, by the way, do not do that. But it was unbelievable. Um, was your mental health alright, eh? And then, ah, my, my men's mental health's okay. I've had a madre and I've talked to my mate about Laura Woods, so I'm feeling much better. Um, Brilliant broadcaster, <laughs> love her. We'd never I'm about to play my Monroe on Saturday, so I'll be fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but five up to a point. Then they kind of ruined the online with too many updates. You know, it's going to be the best part of what, 11, 12 years of that one game as well. It turned into a cash grab by then, and I'm fearful the next one might do it. If I'm honest, my favourite Rockstar games ever are the Red Dead ones, not Grand Theft Auto. But equally, I will still play it. What about yourself? You're a much more experienced gamer than myself. See, uh, I've got to say, uh, San Andreas. Loved it. I love the travel. You know, starting Los Santos, you go over to San Fierro. Then last Venturas. And then you yeah, a wee bonus section back to Liberty City. Oh brilliant. Loved all that. I loved all that. What well, I'll say just to, to cut across you very quickly as well as the soundtrack and San Andreas. 
think Vice City soundtrack was better though. Do you think so? I think Vice City is bigger for me because obviously uh, Grand Theft Auto 3 was a big one, but then Vice you're City a, just enhanced that. Oh, he's in every one, isn't he? He's, bro- he's, he's, yeah. a, he's incredible. He wasn't in San Andreas though. Was he not? No, he wasn't in San Andreas. Oh. But uh, you had San Foreigner in Vice City. Yeah. I love my 80s music. Uh, I mean, brilliant. the big one brilliant. for me in San Andreas. You leave that alone. Young Tucks. <laughs> Young Tucks. Oh. Unbelievable. Uh, Honestly, on the club jukebox. What was it? Every week, first song. That's right. Unbelievable. KDST. Remember the DJ yeah. was Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses? I did not remember that. To Axel Rose was played. the guy, yeah. Uh-huh. SFUR, great soundtrack. No, I didn't know that. No, it was for the Flash FM on Vice City, though. No, I used to do. I used to get one of the motors. We didn't the district near the beach, and I used to I just used to stay like park the motor there, do nothing and listen to music, watch the sunrise. Oh, it was beautiful. I used to just stay that, but that might explain a lot of why I'm the way I'm Dan. I think it does. Yeah, I think it does. Um, one thing I will say is, and I think it is the top YouTube comment under the music video of it is, but I do agree. Again, coming back to Young Turks. It is the perfect song for flying a car over the desert. Beautiful. That's right. I had. What, uh, what plane did you fly over the desert, San Andreas? I always went in the wee, that wee like the wee white. Uh, it was never a jumbo jet. It was always the wee white one. No, I used to love going to hanging and getting the big jumbo jet. Uh, the last Venturis. Fantastic. Uh, no, it was always that. Always that uh, wee. All the, the cheap codes and that. It was beautiful. I mean, I used to always get the minigun as well. I was, I was convinced as well by one of my cousins that there was a way to get to the end of the map. He just had to sort of take a boat out to sea for long enough. Um, and I remember one weekend leaving my PS2 on him for a good 36, 48 hours, about Friday night to Sunday night, just in this boat. And, uh, Nothing. I didn't get to the end of the map. So no. you just wasted the electricity? Aye, it, it really did work, man. I, sh- I marked it big time for that one. But no, what a game. What a franchise. You must respect being condo. I do. I, I, now. I, I respect a good work. Well, that's a, sadly, that's not what was coming up here. Obviously, the pub is very busy. Very noisy. Because you've got all the, as we say, fair weather drinking crowd out. Because that's Christmas time. But what's coming up is the, the European Cup of dinners. And that is a humble Christmas dinner. Now, this is what me and you. Sunday in the pub. I don't, I, I don't know if there's security on the night, but I think they're going to have to get somebody to intervene here. Because I, I personally, I, I, there's nothing I look forward to more than Christmas dinner. Oh, oh, the honey roast ham, the sprouts, the roast potatoes, and then back to the gravy. I love it. Oh, it's brilliant. I love all that. But you, you have a, you have a problem with I just don't get the hype. I just think it's vastly overrated. Like, I'll never be one of the people that goes to the extremes of ordering a Chinese and or Indian takeaway on Christmas Day. I think that's just ignorant. I think that's... I think know, it's disrespectful. Yeah, I, I agree. You so know, what do you do then? You know, what would Jesus think? I mean, what do you do? No, I'd, I'd partake. But I just think it's vastly overrated. I think that turkey is a very dry, boring meat. Oh, don't worry about that, but you've got the honey, the honey roast ham. I don't mind that, that's alright. Um, you know, you're talking about roast potatoes. Pretty boring way to cook a potato, in my opinion. No, There's a lot of no. things you can do with a potato. You leave the roast potatoes <laughs> alone. Brussels sprouts, I've never been a fan of. Pigs and blankets, I like those ones. i got to say, with the Brussels sprouts, I was never a fan, right? Mm. Then, the what night out last year, 
I remember I had Brussels sprouts just sitting on the plate and my boss bullied Big Kev, just bullied me into it and he went, get them eating and I thought to myself, fire in, fire in, yes, come on, I thought to myself, do you know what, I'm not going to have, I'm not going to have my boss, muck you off like from nah, all your pals, exactly, have something hanging over me, so I thought, do you know what, I'm going to eat this, and I enjoyed the Brussels sprouts, I was just too much a coward to eat them because of the way they looked, immature, pathetic, but I now, one of the first things I would have for a Christmas dinner. Pigs and come on, pigs and blankets. Oh, You've got to be mad for that. The pigs and blankets. Are but makes you wonder why can you have pigs and blankets on a normal Sunday as well? Well, anytime I have a fryer, I do. Is that a social construct, Dan? I do. I do baking up my sausage, which is it's a de facto pig and blanket, isn't it? Do you have it in a roll? Um, do you have it in a roll. Aye. No, I think we've had this discussion about fry ups, possibly in episode one, which is that I would always take the square sausage. On a roll. Ah, but if you had a link sausage, would you put it? Would you have pink? Oh, I would just tell them to fire both on it. I get fired in. I'd be brave. Um, No, again, another controversial take here. I realise I will get crucified for this. But it's the same as the Sunday roast. I just think you've got to pour gravy over to make it better. And I would include KFC in that, by the way. Um, All I will say here on the Sunday roast thing, I'm, I'm, I'm a mark for it. But I think the social media crowd have really ruined oh, it. Yeah, yeah. Every second incident, you see a bit of Sunday roast, and you see all the gravy splattering it. It's like the gra- It's like all the food swimming in the gravy. It's not what it's meant to be. You see dry turkey. You see hundreds of carrots all spilling on the side and sweet corn on it and all what that. And I'm I... like, no, no. <laughs> what I would say is for the listeners, and I'm going to say this live on air, right? So you can't back out it now over on the Gigpod Instagram and this is a promo to follow it if ever you need to post a picture of Rizzo's Christmas dinner for a few years but <laughs> it is incredible ah, bear in mind he has a veggie right he doesn't go about it though but oh he doesn't I'm a veggie <laughs> but honestly get that poster no promo for this just that a should be a Christmas, Christmas day post over yeah well there you go there's the incentive to follow us throughout the rest of December minute it hits Boxing Day obviously hit on follow as any sensible person would do so if I'm saying that the, the European Cup final of dinners is the Christmas dinner where is, he, where is your European Cup final of dinners? putting me in the spot now your birthday? Um, nah I don't really bother with birthdays it's just another oh, we know day that. We know it's that. just another day to me Um. I don't know, I need to ever think about that. I, I couldn't I couldn't. You, you don't have a dinner that you look forward to the most, no? No, not particularly. Because I'll just coke in the toast to you, aye? It's just, aye. Chicken noodles, mate. Proper. Right, well, anybody that's listening in here and has any grievances with Dan, leave me out it, please, because I pay, I have nothing but respect for the beautiful Christmas dinner. Dan, can you believe that was the fourth only here forever? How do we keep getting away with it, Stephen? Unbelievable! I just don't know how do Molly Malone's keep taking us in. I just don't get it. Listen, what I will say is though a big thank you to them once again for the fantastic hospitality. Oh, don't worry about that. As always, busy. I know we're having a dig at the fair weather drinkers, but it is very, very busy every time we come in here to record. So I must say they are doing something right. How about you? You're going to be back then uh, to cover for gorgeous John Reed. Well, I don't really have much of a choice, do I? No, he's away in London. But is, is Kelly a big enough game for you? I mean... Oh, it's on the telly. Aye, it's on the telly. So I'll watch that again through legal means. But I think you said it was Monday we're going to record. A day... I'm going to be my next week. I've got a big night out planned aye, on Sunday. 
So God, I didn't realise. I didn't realise Gigpo was all about you, mate. Okay, I'm okay. That's okay. all right. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll carry on. Let's God, cool. I don't know how. I don't know how we're going to cope. But um, thank you for joining, Dan. I appreciate it, Stevie. You don't have to, to sit and record a podcast have an excuse to get me down the pub, mate. I've been here with it, Right, everyone. So this is, as I said, the fourth only here for a visit. Who can believe it? As Dan says, how do we keep getting away with us? Right, we will be back on Sunday uh, to review the game against Kilmarnock. Sure, that'll be very exciting. Free-flowing football. Definitely not a... That wonderful pitch. Oh, definitely not a slog at all, right? You know what I find is by now, I'm terrible at doing these outros. Rizzo truly is the king of them, isn't he? Well, by the way... Let me shout out, how good is he in these outros, man? Yeah, he's phenomenal, and I must admit. Right, you know what you can find us by now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you know what you can find us by now. Listen, Spotify, iTunes, everywhere else that you do listen to us, we'll probably be on there. Really grateful for you tuning in, and the numbers do keep you up for the subscriptions, because uh, I'm sad enough to check them. Thanks, everyone, and we'll see you after the game on Sunday. Hail, hail. Network.